0: I don't get it, Mom. If this is our house, why are other people going to live here? My daughter, Melissa, nine years old and already a prosecuting attorney, looked up from the baseboard near the window seat in the living room, which she was painting with a two-inch brush and a gallon can of generic semi-gloss white paint. Never use the expensive stuff when you're letting a fourth grader help with painting. I've explained this to you before, Liz, I told her. Without looking down from the wall, I was trying to locate a wooden stud, and the stud finder I was using was being, as is often the case with plaster walls, inconclusive. Using a battery-operated gizmo to find a stud and failing. I tried not to dwell on its metaphorical implications for my love life. Other people aren't coming here to live, I continued. They'll be coming here when they're on vacation, We're going to have a guest house, like a hotel. They'll pay us to stay here, near the beach, but we've got to fix up the place first. Mr. Barnes says these houses have history in them, and it's wrong to make them modern. Mr. Barnes was Melissa's history teacher, and at the moment, he wasn't helping. Mr. Barnes probably didn't mean this house. Besides, we're fixing it up the way it was meant to be. I mean- No one would want to live in the house the way it looks now, right? Our hulk of a turn-of-the-last-century Victorian house was not, by the standards of anyone whose age was in the double digits, livable. Sure, the house had once been adorable, maybe even grand, but that was a long time ago. Now, the ancient plaster walls downstairs were peeling and, in some places, crumbling. There was a thick coat of white dust pretty much everywhere, and as far as I could tell, the heating system was devoid of, well, heat. The October chill was already starting to feel permanent in my bones. However, it was clear that some work had been done by the previous owner, though by my decorating standards, he or she must have been demented. The living room walls had been painted bright blood red, and the kitchen cabinets were so hideous and hung so high, Shaquille O'Neal would have a hard time reaching the cereal. Luckily, the upstairs walls had been patched and painted, the landscaping in front of the house was quite lovely, although the vast backyard had been untouched, and the staircases, there were two, going upstairs had been refinished beautifully. It was a work in progress, slow progress. I would live here- Melissa said, and went back to painting. That settled it, in her view. You do live here, I answered, not noting that there was no furniture, and that we were both sleeping on mattresses laid directly onto the floors of our respective so-called bedrooms, and living out of suitcases. Why remind her of all the things we'd left in the house in Red Bank after the divorce? Melissa's father, Stephen, hereafter known as the swine, hadn't wanted the furniture, but he had wanted half the proceeds when I sold it all to help make the down payment on the house. The swine. Besides, now the house was a construction site, and any furniture would have been prone to disfigurement or worse while the work went on. As soon as the house was in shape, the new furniture I'd ordered, and in some cases collected from consignment stores, would be delivered. I decided to open a guest house after my last job, Bookkeeper at a lumberyard, hadn't worked out. Mostly it hadn't worked out because my boss had a habit of forgetting his marriage vows when he walked over to my desk to discuss the company's finances. Luckily, there had been multiple witnesses when he tried to put his hands in the back pockets of my jeans, so he didn't press charges after I decked him. But I decided to sue, strictly on principle, and because the guy was a jerk. We settled the case for an amount that had seemed like a lot of money, but once I'd done the math on paper, I realized it would last Melissa and me only about two years, and even then, only if we were very frugal in our lifestyle. The alimony from the swine wasn't much, and living in New Jersey, a state with some of the highest real estate values and property taxes in the country, wasn't going to be easy on not much. So I decided the thing to do was to take the money and put it into something that could start me off in a business capable of sustaining us for years. And that was when I thought of a guest house.